Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 43 of the Worth More podcast. I am your host, Cami Bleese, and so excited to be recording this today back in my house after the crazy Thanksgiving holiday season, and of course, in just a few weeks, heading back home to Texas for more Christmas holiday festivities. But I'm excited to talk about this episode because I think in the midst of the holiday hustle and bustle, a lot of people can get really fixated and stressed out about food. And ultimately you start hearing these diet words starting to be thrown around and the obsession and the restriction and the guilt and the shame and what I think it can be easy to fall back on to say, okay, I'm just going to eat clean this week, or I'm just going to start eating clean after the holidays. And I want to break down what this means, ultimately what it isn't, and help you try and move forward with what is realistic, grounded in kind of something that is sustainable and not just another diet or fad that will keep you trapped in restriction and obsession. So if you have ever been curious as to what clean eating means, what it's really about, if it's something you're supposed to try, or if you've ever even used the word clean eating or eating clean, which I definitely know I have, I'm not pointing fingers, 100% I have said that. If you've kind of been curious as to what this is all about, then this is the episode for you. I cannot wait to dig into this and get started. But of course, how am I feeling worthy and worth more? And I can't help but kind of think back to Thanksgiving and especially the week around Thanksgiving where, you know, a lot of the time was spent sitting around and talking and eating and drinking and to be completely up front, you know, different than some of my day-to-day normal lifestyle. And I think, you know, the cami of a year or two ago would have very easily started to feel a lot of shame and guilt and stress and leaned into, okay, when I'm back home, I'm going to eat clean, right? Because this whole week I've been eating bad and being naughty and whatever it is. And instead this year, I really had the opportunity to give myself grace and to be kind and to say, you know, this is not what every single day of my life looks like, right? This is the holiday season and I'm not going to fixate and stress about the food that I'm eating or the amount of times I'm working out because ultimately this is more of an anomaly, right? I think we can get really stressed out about birthday parties or really stressed out about the holidays, but you have 340-ish other days around the year into which are kind of more of your normal, right? So to judge or to stress about some of these days which are just meant to be enjoyed and celebrated and you're not doing that because you're worried is kind of missing out on ultimately what those opportunities and those days and those seasons can be about. So I was able to step back and say, you know what, when I get back home, I'm going to go back to eating and living how I have been and I'm going to feel better and I'm going to feel fine and there's no reason to guilt or shame myself because I'm not living the same lifestyle at home that I do on the holidays. And I was able to acknowledge that, yeah, I might not feel as great or whatever that might be, but that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. That doesn't mean that I did anything wrong or that I'm bad or that 
you know, there's morality attached to my food habits and my activity habits, right? We've really got to separate these types of correlations. And so I was able to actually enjoy Thanksgiving and enjoy the food and enjoy the season and honestly be really excited when I got back home to go to yoga and to you know, focus on, you know, I ordered like a vegan meal when I got home because I was, you know, it sounded so good. And not to say that that has to be how you respond after the holidays, but it was so nice to just be back home and be back to some of my normal, but also being able to reflect and say, I really enjoyed my time at home and I didn't let the old habits of myself get in the way of this new season and this new holiday. I was really able to just be there and to enjoy and I really hope that you were too and that you aren't kind of stuck in this season of stress around the holidays because of the food. And if you are, that's okay. You're not alone. I'm glad you're listening to this episode and hopefully I can help you through some of that. But Honestly, it was great to realize that I was worth more than what was on my plate and I was worth more than the amount of times I worked out over Thanksgiving and that I was able to enjoy the holiday season for what it was and then get back to my normal life for what it was. So that was just a great realization to kind of get to for me personally. I would love to know if you kind of feel this way too. I think a lot of people stress out about the holidays when ultimately they kind of know like this is just not how I live my everyday life so like I might as well just enjoy this season right we gotta we are so stressed out about so many things that we don't need to be stressed out about that I think we all just need to like chill a little bit okay but of course that is getting me all sorts of derailed and I am excited to jump into this episode so let's hear a quick note about our sponsor and then we'll get started So I want to kind of start off with explaining what clean eating means. And this is actually kind of funny because at the end of the day, there isn't really a tried and true definition of clean eating, which seems kind of insane considering the amount of people who claim to live by this lifestyle, myself included. You know, I had a general idea of what I thought it might mean, but I wasn't really sure what it meant. So as I'm kind of trying to Google like definition of clean eating, there's all of these different schools of thought. Now, the reality is they do sort of operate around the foundational idea of eating foods in their most natural state or form, right? So their most the most wholeness that you can get it, right? An apple is just an apple, Broccoli is just a broccoli and essentially avoiding processed foods such as refined sugars or whatever. Shocker. But there are also variations about clean eating that might exclude gluten or grains or dairy products or advocate for raw foods or advocate for not eating meat or advocate for only eating certain types of meat from certain types of farms with certain types of grass that they ingested, right? So it's honestly subjective as to what ultimately clean eating means. And clean eating wasn't started by a professional. It wasn't started by a scientist. It wasn't started by a doctor. It was kind of used as, you know, a marketing tool and a marketing tactic. And 
you know, this gets me frustrated because it's kind of like when I've talked about there are no good or bad foods. When you place words like clean in front of, you know, a diet or a lifestyle or whatever, you denote that there is a dirty. You denote that there is an alternative. So just like you say there are good foods, you obviously indicate that there are bad foods. Just like you indicate there are clean foods, you whatever... I don't, I keep saying, do I see, keep saying indicated a lot, but you indicate that there are bad foods or dirty foods. And this isn't helpful. This isn't productive because what a lot of people are thinking about as dirty foods aren't dirty at all. And it ends up coming off sort of privileged when we realize most of the people who are fixating on this clean eating diet, right? It's people who really don't have to worry about their access to foods, who don't have to worry about their, you know, being able to afford certain types of foods. And we end up sort of alienating a very large group of people that feels like they can't afford to eat healthy because they can't afford to eat clean. And this is really frustrating. And this is what the diet industry does. And what a lot of this weight loss and diet kind of culture focuses on is that there's a morality, that there's a ranking system, that there is a way that which we can kind of measure our worthiness and ourselves. And then there's a barometer in which we can measure and judge other people. And this is not helpful. Ultimately, what this does is this creates eating disorders, this creates a lack of self-esteem, this creates a mass confusion around what we ultimately should and shouldn't be doing, when really it's honestly kind of simple. So what do you do when you're trying to figure out how to be healthier or eat healthier and you don't really know where to start? Well, you've got to stop turning to sources like the social media or the really thin blogger that you follow that you think is healthy just because of the way she looks. We can use social media as a resource in some ways, but it cannot be our tried and true guidebook. It, it, it should not over, you know, shadow what science says and what professionals say. And I think that we're giving a lot of credit to a lot of people who don't have, you know, the education or the experience that really they're suggesting or they're speaking to. So sure, take what people recommend as a grain of salt. Even myself, there might be some things that I recommend or I say like, I don't eat meat. I just eat fish occasionally. That might not be good for you. That might not be sustainable for you. That might not be right for you. But if you were to believe that everything I said was Bible and that that's how you had to live, then you would be going down a path that ultimately wasn't what's best for you. So we have to kind of learn to sift through the marketing and the social media and the trends. Clean eating has like 3 million hashtags or something on Instagram, you know, clean plate and clean whatever. And what it does is it makes people feel sort of superior because of the way that they're getting to eat. And that isn't what food is about. And that isn't how food should be used. You are not dirty for eating cake and you are not clean for eating kale. That is not how this measurement system goes. And if you're assuming that that's what you and we're all being measured by, then you're going to end up very hungry, very frustrated, and very disappointed. 
And it was interesting to kind of dig into sort of the cleaning trend and what that has sort of created within our culture. And it's kind of created this, I won't give all the, you know, blame to clean eating, but I want to acknowledge that this kind of fixation on the the nutrients of foods and the healthiness of foods has sort of blossomed into another kind of eating disorder called orthorexia nervosa. So this is not bulimia and this is not anorexia. Orthorexia is actually based around the obsession and the fixation of the health of foods. So if you're someone who only eats clean, eventually you become obsessed with making sure that everything you put into your mouth is clean. And then if it's not clean, then you it's much easier to kind of spiral and beat yourself up because now you've eaten something dirty. And dirty ultimately means bad. And then we have to really dig all the way back to where are these fears rooted in? And what is the belief that if we get there, that we get this body, what is that rooted in? What life do we think we'll get with these things? All of this stuff that's around food and around our eating habits boils down to a much more deeper issue that's rooted within each of us and kind of perpetuated by our culture. And a lot of that, very simply put, is that if you're fat, you're lazy, you're dirty, you're not smart, you're not um, driven, whatever, and that if you're thin, then you're magical and life is going to be so much better for you and you deserve all the snaps and claps because you've done such a good job being such a thin person. And when we challenge that or when we think that we're going in a direction that we've been told will be bad for us, that creates a lot of fear. That creates a lot of stress. But food and eating should not, does not have to be that way. Food is neutral. Yes, there are absolutely foods that are going to make you feel better because of the nutrients that you're eating and foods that just probably won't. But maybe they fill you up emotionally. Maybe they fill you up in a completely different way and that's okay too. So what you have to release is this idea that there is honestly this secret, or not even secret, but this miracle plan, this miracle program, this miracle list of foods that you should or shouldn't eat that will make everything better. It isn't about the food. It isn't about the clean eating. It isn't about what's on your plate at the end of the day. It's what's going on inside of you that's driving you to seek these things out. Where is that coming from? What do you think you'll get or benefit by eating this way? What are you ultimately desiring? Because if we can dig down to that, then we can free ourselves to actually see all of these things for what it is. And I feel so, I, it feels so like kind of like a duh when I say like all of this is just really good marketing. I mean, like the amount of money that even I still feel kind of pulled to spend in the wellness and health industry, even though I know that a lot of this is smoke and mirrors. I'm like, ooh, that's branded well. Ooh, that's pretty. Ooh, she looks super happy eating that salad. Like marketing has really twisted what is ultimately necessary for us on just a very basic level. And I'm going to make it sound really simple, but I think that what most of us just need to prescribe by is to eat more plants and stress less. Okay, I know that sounds so simple, but this is something that 
everyone can agree on, literally everyone who ranges from the most extreme of diets to like not even a diet within a million feet, everyone believes that we will be happier, healthier, more energetic, more clear-headed, whatever, live longer, hopefully, by eating more plants. That is like a very basic thing that we can agree on. And outside of that, I need you to stress less, okay? I need you to release the fear and the worry and the obsession that there's going to be something else out there that you're missing. And that if you give yourself a chance to eat anything and everything, then somehow the world will fall around you because you'll gain weight. There's nothing wrong with gaining weight. There's nothing wrong with being fat. You have to remove your worry and your stress away from the number or the physical form in which that takes up in your life. Health cannot be measured by the scale. Health cannot be measured by your BMI, despite what most of you have been told. Health is measured on a much wider you know, variety of things, and ultimately it boils down to your lifestyle. Are you moving your body? Are you sleeping you know, a good amount? Are you moderating your stress? Are you eating nutritious foods consistently? And whatever body you have as a result of that is a result of you finding a balance that works best for you. So we've got to toss the clean eating out. We've got to toss the diet books out. We've got to toss kind of these quick fixes away because that isn't the solution. It hasn't been the solution. That's why you and probably everyone that you know who has ever tried a diet has failed, and yet we only blame ourselves. Clean eating is marketing and smoke and mirrors. But what it gets right, the grain of truth that it gets right, is that we should be eating more whole foods. And in this culture where people are getting sicker and people are feeling you know, more stressed out and more tired and we're seeing diseases that we haven't seen in a while or not in a while ever. Though that is a reality, that does not mean that we have to jump to the extreme conclusion that it's all about the food because there isn't a ton of science to back that up. There isn't a ton of science to back up all the claims specifically about meat or dairy or grains or gluten. There are some things that, you know, are interesting and worth considering, but not worth rehauling your whole life for. So stop believing that there is a clean and a dirty. It's just food. It's just food. And it is there to keep you alive and nourished and full and, you know, all these other great things. But it is not there to make you feel morally superior. And it's not there to make you feel ashamed for what's on your plate. You can shift your life in a really simple way by adding in more plants and stressing out less. I know it sounds, like I said, very, very simple. But it also is not as complicated as we've made it. It just isn't. It's just Diets repackaged and marketed really, really well by really pretty people who look how we're told we're supposed to look. And when we step back and we see it for what it is, 
And we question what it's doing to us mentally. We question what it's doing to us financially. We question what it's doing to us physically. Then we can see it with more clarity. So as you step in and continue through this holiday season, and as you move into the new year, where all most people are going to be talking about is their next diet or their next cleanse or, you know, the weight they're going to try to lose yet again, you can step back and see it for more what it is. It's people looking for answers. It's people looking to be seen. It's people looking to feel valuable and worthy. But your diet and your weight is not going to get you that. You might think it will. It's because we've pretty much been told it will. But it won't. And you've got to do the work and do the effort to figure out what else will. Because it's an empty pursuit chasing after these things. It's exhausting worrying about every single bite you put into your mouth. It's exhausting comparing yourself and wishing that you looked a different way and that if you could just somehow avoid donuts, life would be easier. It won't. It doesn't mean you shouldn't take care of yourself. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't create habits that are healthy, of course. But there's no need to go to the extremes. There's no need to be clean and avoid being dirty. We've got to release ourselves from these obsessions and these fixations and ultimately just see it for what it is. I hope that this shines a light on, you know, another diet that we've kind of, that's been shoved down our throat, that's, you know, made us feel like we were yet again failing. (laughs) You aren't. It's okay. You're trying. But free yourself to step into this holiday season and enjoy yourself. You are not measured by what's on your plate. You are not measured by your dress size or your pants size. None of those things define your value. You get to decide what defines your value. Rooted in something true. Rooted in something real. Rooted in something that can't be taken away by the next fad that comes out. You're worth that work and that effort. It's so freeing on the other side. It's still hard because of the world we live in. But it's much more freeing to enjoy every different season for what it has to offer. And I really hope that this gets you one step closer there. I hope you have an amazing day. And I will talk to you all so soon. Bye.